At about 10 o'clock on the night of Tuesday, March 18, 1941, two men with foreign accents started arguing about the best way to cross the chaotic streets leading to Times Square in New York. Impatient with his companion, the older man, a tall, swarthy 50-year-old with black hair and horn-rimmed glasses, darted into the middle of 7th Avenue against the traffic light. Encountering a heavy current of Times Square traffic, bewildering lights, and honking horns, he turned back when he was halfway across the street. A yellow cab hit him immediately, and he rolled into another passenger car that knocked him unconscious. As crowds swelled around the mangled body, his companion, a short, blonde, Nordic-looking man with small, close-set eyes and thick glasses, grabbed the victim's brown briefcase. The ruddy-faced blonde man's head jerked around to the left and then to the right as he charted a getaway path. As he stepped onto the sidewalk, he hunched his shoulders and fled from the scene of the accident. Policemen quickly surrounded the injured man and stopped traffic. They lifted him and carried him to a nearby store as they waited for an ambulance. It arrived 15 minutes later and took him to St. Vincent's Hospital. The dark-haired man, who was later identified as a Spaniard, Don Julio Lopez Lido, died the next day at 4.30 in the afternoon. The Times Square accident would have remained a minor incident had the dead man's companion not called the Taft Hotel, now the Michelangelo. A favorite with Nazi spies, the 22-story four-tower high-rise hotel took up a huge corner of 7th Avenue between 50th and 51st Streets. The hotel's otherwise bland, boxy exterior was brightened by the dazzling marquee of the Roxy Theater, called the Cathedral of Motion Pictures. Given its size, the Taft was a good hiding place for Nazi spies, but this would soon change. The short blonde man who made the phone calls was, in fact, Kirk Frederick Ludwig, a Nazi spy. He was worried that the police might find incriminating material about him in Lido's belongings. When the night manager of the Taft asked Ludwig who he was, he panicked and hung up the receiver. The night manager then called the local police to inspect the room for clues about the registered guest, Don Julio Lopez Lido, apparently a Spaniard. After finding clothing without labels and documents written in German rather than Spanish, the police contacted the FBI. The dead man's papers indicated that the real name was Ulrich von der Osten and that his brother lived in Denver. Information from interrogations of von der Osten's brother and help from the British Security Coordination, BSC, located at the Rockefeller Center in New York City, revealed that the dead man was in fact a major in German military intelligence and counterintelligence, the Abwehr. Von der Osen was a top-level Abwehr case officer who had been based in Spain while handling several important agents in America. He then traveled to Shanghai before arriving in New York City via Hawaii. The FBI succeeded in intercepting a report written by von der Osten, using the alias Conrad, 
for a Mr. Smith outlining in chilling detail defensive measures around Pearl Harbor, Hawaii, including maps and photographs. Von der Osten noted, This will be of interest mostly to our yellow allies. Meanwhile, British censors stationed in the basement of the palatial Pink Princess Hotel in Bermuda continued to intercept more secret ink messages by someone who signed his name with the mysterious alias Joe K. The more recent letters were dated March and April, around the time of the accident. Joe K.'s steady stream of letters to cover addresses in neutral Spain and Portugal, as well as in Berlin and Munich, had raised a red flag. 